0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: party. on am of those Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. Ooh. Happy Thanksgiving day after. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> is it a day <laughs> that's called that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> happy Happy post? Is that what it is? Happy post Thanksgiving. Right? Oh, boy. Isn't that what it's called? It's, uh-uh. Just happy Friday. How about that? Okay. It's but it good. is happy post Thanksgiving. It's day. good to be in the neighborhood. <laughs> I know I got my turkey on. Okay. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> it was pretty good. How about you, Papa?
3: Yeah. You,
2: Woo! Turkey for days. Uh, but you know what? I didn't even eat that much turkey. You know what? I didn't either, but it was good. A little bit I had was good. Uh, yeah, I was I was eating other things. I don't know, different things. Oh, you were eating other yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you Oh okay. Eating other oh. things. Stop that right there <laughs> <laughs> We might have some youngness listening tonight. <laughs> oh, this <laughs> is a Del Soly. <laughs> Stop all that no <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with it. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> oh okay. All right. I'm gonna let it be. Let, let it be, let it be. Let let it it be. be. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. Uh-huh. All right, okay. shall we get into it? We're going to get into it already? I mean, what you want to do? Yeah, I want to talk trash? Oh, I we can talk trash. about those other things you were eating. Whatever. Why well, you trying <laughs> to quiet tonight? What's going on with you? Mm, I'm just listening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Okay. Hey, we can talk about some other things. What you want to do? Okay. No, we're going to get into this because you you going to start messing with me now. Okay. Um, well, what's going on for tonight? Okay. Our hot topics. They're sizzling off the page. Hot topics. Um, Alabama Supreme Court upholds a Confederate monument. Also, black federal judge strikes crucial blow. And um, finally, free after wrongful conviction. Okay. I hit and quit at headlines. This is crazy. Vomic fraud with Uber and Lyft. Mm-mm. Oh, God. Mm-mm-mm. Interested to find out what that's about. Twitter bans DOP rival. Also, New York State legislator bans purity exams. Okay. T.I. I guess T.I. the rapper. Um, what's poppin' with Papa Didi? He's going to talk about some things. Um, I wear news. Check this out: Cats to be put on leashes to protect wildlife. Mm-hmm. Really? Also, Florida dog drives in reverse. That sounds like a commercial. I've seen so commercial we got cats and dogs. Yep. Okay. And Alaska man arrested um, after drugs found in goat's guts. Okay, I'm well, glad I don't have that story. Um, I'm just saying, with red wine, I have enough emotions. Living for the City with Papa Didi, another surprise, my Hollywood wrap-up. I got quite a bit tonight. Cocktail of the Week is Unrequited Love Punch. Ooh. I'll get into that. I'll tell you guys what that That's like love potion number nine. Kind of, sort of, but on one side. Oh, okay. Um, the kiss it list and the last words. So sit back, relax, get your favorite cocktail, and we'll be back with the hot topic.
4: You're in tune to the late-night adult pajama party right here on Blog Talk Radio. This is a production of D.C. Homegrown Entertainment. To share your opinion with the Pajama Party crew, call us on 914-803-4306 and press 1. If you'd rather just listen in, you can still call us and listen on your phone or you can listen online by going to our website www.apajamaparty.com and clicking the listen banner in the top right corner so join the conversation and let us know what you think about tonight's topics or whatever is on your mind okay who turned the lights off call us now 914-803-4306 now back to the crew and more of the pajama party
1: All right, welcome back to the John Party One. who's Papa D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. Comment allez-vous?
1: Ima, oh, Ima.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. French guy been around the holiday, I guess, huh? I suppose. Okay. Nope. Turkey and stuffing. Gobble, gobble. Mm. All right, let's get right into it then. I got the first one here. Alabama Supreme Court upholds Confederate laws. monument law. Mm hmm. The Alabama Supreme Court ruled unanimously that the city of Birmingham violated Alabama's monument protection law when it placed a plywood screen around a Confederate monument in a downtown park. This was what? Two years ago? Come on. What, to protect it? I guess, according to the NPR, the 9 0 ruling by Alabama's High Court reversed the ruling by the lower Jefferson Court, ruling that. Um, that was favorable to the city in January, mm. okay, and that decision um judge boom boomer michael <laughs> Grafio
3: <laughs>
2: boom boomer, a message, Michael <laughs> Graffio, deemed the state's protection law as ambiguous and violated the majority black city's right to be free speech, huh this is getting out of hand here. Um, so, the statue is violating free speech of black people? That's what it sounds like to me. The city of Birmingham acted unlawfully when it erected barriers to obstruct the view of the 114 year old Confederate soldiers. Oh, and Sailors Monument in Lynn Park. Mm-hmm. So, I guess people are trying to hide that it's a Confederate statue. Oh, okay. So to speak, I guess. Uh, we are strongly disappointed with the ruling of the Alabama Supreme Court.
5: Yeah, this ruling yeah.
2: appears to be less about the rule of law and more about politics. Okay. We are carefully reviewing the opinion to determine our next step, but clearly the citizens of Birmingham should have the final decision about what happens with the monument. Okay. While the law doesn't specifically mention Confederate monuments, it just so happens to be enacted As some southern states and cities began removing monuments, I remember that Mm -hmm. and emblems of the Confederacy because they are considered symbols of racism and slavery. It sounds like maybe some unauthorized group put, you know, covered this Confederate statue. So what are they saying? They think they have a well. They're saying that they have a right to display these Confederate statues, even though it's a blatant sign of racism. But, I guess over time, people have seen that it is I mean back in that time era, you know they didn't see it as as being that they could have, but you know it's always what white laws we what are have they talking we, about now. I know, but we didn't have no say so back then, but so now I guess we're making noise, okay, what do you think, Bob? Is that what you're thinking that they folks are making noise now?
1: yeah, pretty much that's really the uh... To move on that one, I think uh, it always gets like that when it comes to uh, things being changed and things like that. Everybody's like, think their opinion is strongest. You know, these these statues shouldn't have been erected from the beginning.
2: Yeah, but um, I mean, back then it was quote unquote white laws. Blacks really didn't have too much to say.
1: Well, they, so they, they, they never thought it was going to come around to that, but you you really can't celebrate a losing team, you know, is what it boils down to. You know, the Patriots won the Super Bowl. You know, we don't care what happened to
2: the second place team. Exactly.
1: <laughs> Who cares? Look how many times the Buffalo Bills lost in the Super Bowl. That goes four consecutive years. Mm -hmm. That got Norwood missed the field goal that one year. That was what they were famous for that year. But that was actually the climax of them losing the the Super Bowl four years in a row. Mm
3: -hmm. Jim
1: Kelly and all them guys, the Buffalo Bills, uh, Thurman, Andre Reed, uh, they were all uh, Bruce Smith. They're all in the Hall of Fame
3: Mm -hmm. they were
1: fantastic players. But they never won the Super Bowl, lost four years in a row. Mm -hmm. But nobody knows about the Buffalo Bills. Unless you tell them about them, so really? and the same with this situation here. You know, the the Civil War. You know, once people once people got old enough to think that they were free a little bit, they had to speak on it. They said, "I, I know this person." Some people are living. We we were living when Martin Luther King was was killed. You yeah. know, we may have been younger, but at least we know, as opposed to somebody that was just born in two, the year two thousand or. all they could do was read about Martin Luther King but you know for people to actually witness it and people older than us that were living when he was living for sure for sure so they know the the word gets out when people get older Mm -hmm. they say no that guy they tell people Mm -hmm. this guy was a villain we shouldn't be celebrating him Mm -hmm. that's how the dialogue gets started by an old guy in a nursing home that says that, that statue on 101 years old. That statue down on 125th Street shouldn't be there, you know.
2: But I, I didn't, um, let me finish this part. It says the Alabama, of course, folks in the South will make their own laws. Alabama Memorial Preservation Act prohibits relocating, removing, altering, or renaming public buildings, streets, and memorials that have been standing for more than 40 years. What kind of mess is that? I know. Bunch of crap.
1: Well, the crap is having to get grandfathered in. It still
2: yeah, that's what happened. Right.
1: It still doesn't
6: make So they're right.
2: saying if it's been here for 40 years, right. you Even can't do if shit it long, about it. it's two left right, to do, you can't do shit about it. Exactly. Right. If it got here for 40 years and it stood that long, long tough. But here we go again. you got to get to your lawmakers, people who are making these laws and this and that, to change things. I mean, But 40 know. years ago in Alabama... Even if the black people different. had gotten together yes. and made noise, it yes. wouldn't have gone anywhere. But, but stuff was so different back 40 years. That's what I'm saying. Right. It wouldn't have gone anywhere. So that's what I'm saying. The laws have to reflect what's going on now. And a lot of laws in so these
5: southern states. So what's the name states, of this
2: organization I need to put on? A the lot business? of laws in these southern states do not reflect what's going on now. No, they don't. This is the Alabama Supreme Court. Oh. No, I'm talking about the one. Oh, that's who put that ruling together? That say if it stands uh, for Alabama here? Memorial Preservation Act. That's It's, what that down is. That. it's still Alabama lawmakers. <laughs> they make the okay, yeah, it a law. Okay, so that, it's that.
1: Because that department is just in charge of statutes.
2: Right.
1: So they're going to give it the rights and everything, right. but other people got to speak up. Right,
2: a that. bunch of damn Republicans. But so that can still be changed. That was an act. That means that that took a vote. Right, sure. So It'll all they change. have to do sure. is It'll to change that. Yeah. So why they acting like. Oh, it's an act. We can't. It's nothing we can do. Sure. Our hands are tied. <laughs> They're full of crap. Like I said, and to me, the laws need to change every 40 or 50 years because you have need to change with the time. Well, exactly. I was going to say it's not even about a time period. The laws need to change with the time.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, where necessary, but. All right. All right. Well, speaking of laws, uh, a black federal judge has uh, ruled against a situation uh, regarding Trump and this absolute immunity claim. And basically what she said is that a president is not a king. Now, this is a black female judge. She's a federal district judge. Her name is uh, Judge Ketanji. Mm
6: -hmm. I
2: guess I'm pronouncing it right. K-E-T-A-N-J-I. Katanji Brown Jackson Mm
6: -hmm. said
2: that former White House counsel Don McGahn must obey a subpoena to testify before Congress. So he's been subpoenaed, but he's been saying, no, I'm not testifying, and the White House has told him he doesn't have to testify. So that's what's going on with that. Mm -hmm. Now, this subpoena was issued back in April, Mm -hmm. and it came from the House Judiciary Committee as part of the investigation into possible obstruction Of justice by 45 Mm
6: -hmm.
2: But according to NBC News When they reported about her decision The judge that is Jackson rejected a key argument Put forward by the Justice Department In defense of the uh, uh, Trump administration Mm -hmm. That says that the former advisor To the president, President McGahn Is absolutely immune to demands To appear before Congress so that's what the White House is saying. He's immune. And the judge is saying, no, nah, he's not immune. Mm-hmm. He needs to show up and testify. Mm-hmm. So NBC News was reporting and saying that it's clear, and this is what Ms. Jackson Brown said, Brown Jackson said,
6: mm-hmm. it
2: is clear to this court, for the reasons explained above with respect to senior level presidential aides, that absolute immunity from compelled congressional process simply does not exist. Presidents are not kings, she added. This means that they do not have subjects bound by loyalty or blood whose destiny they are entitled to control. That's it in a nutshell. Mm -hmm. You're not a king and you don't have subjects that you control and say, No, you're immune. You don't have to testify. Uh So um, it goes on to say that McCann can invoke executive privilege where appropriate mm-hmm. during his testimony, but you can't just exclude all testimony and say, nah, mm-hmm. I'm not coming. White House said I don't have to. I'm not doing it. Okay. So this black female judge said, "Uh, yeah, yeah, you will. <laughs> <laughs> You're I'm not, not going right. to ignore the wrong, this bro. subpoena. You need to get to appear. Yeah, you have to appear.
6: Mm-hmm. That's so, good. you know,
2: we're going to see what happens, but, you know, people are trying to, uh, the House Judiciary Democrats were urging her to, you know, make a decision quickly because they wanted to get this thing moving. Right. So once she ruled, you know, now the White House, I guess, is dragging their feet, acting like uh, they're still trying to decide. Right. And she's like, there's no decision. This is not like a monarchy. This is not the United Kingdom. We're not in England. <laughs> You're not a king. Wow. So you need to come on and get the get it get the gifting. Right. When they call you up to testify, show up and answer your questions. Oh, that's right. Whoop, there it is. Okay. Yep, that's all I'm saying. That's it. I say, sister, handle her business. This, you, that's what you're saying, huh? That's what I'm saying. The sister handled her business.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: She said, look, I'm a judge, and the law says this is what you need to do, so do what you need to do. Right. Stop playing these games. Mm-hmm. Like that new, uh, that new show that comes on. I forgot her name. She's a black lawyer, too. Oh, yeah, I forgot what it's Arise called. All Rise or something. All Rise. Arise. That's yeah. it. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. All right. We'll move on. What you got for us, Parker? Oh it's my Mhm.
1: Um, man, this story really got me, this is a uh this is uh, uh, it's called uh finally free after uh wrongly accused for thirty six years. Wow. I mean, my goodness, if you wait that long then you already did the the time for any crime other than murder, I guess. But um Alfred Chestnut knew that uh, he was innocent mm-hmm. and after more than 38 years behind bars. He had faith that uh, he could convince others to see it, too. Now, thanks to, a, in part, the efforts of uh, other people involved, he and uh, Andrew Stewart and uh, Ransom Watson all uh, wrongfully, Mm-hmm. Convicted of a 1983 murder of a wow. 14-year-old Baltimore boy, are oh, free wow. men now. It's just 83? These, these people. Jesus. Yeah, they've been in jail since 1983. Okay. Didn't see the light of day, and Baltimore doesn't have any compensation laws, mm.
5: so they I'm didn't. Serious.
1: So they, they didn't not. Know, know. They
2: just basically say, "My bad."
1: Yeah. Well, well, the uh, this little young prosecutor, you know, the young girl who was on with the. Uh, the CBS that got bombed up and all You know, she was saying She was going to try to give something out her deal But uh, there's no laws in place for that so.
2: That's messed up But okay. maybe they'll be able to sue on civil rights You know, there might be some, some wiggle room with that
1: Yeah, well, maybe so I mean.
2: That's a long time to be in jail for something you did not 36 do 36 years? 30, what'd you say, 38,
1: 36? 36 years, yeah
2: Oof yeah. That's like all of your. So but, they went in there as teenagers.
1: Yeah, pretty How much. How
2: old is the man? They must be what forty, fifty uh,
1: something. Let's see. It doesn't uh, doesn't elaborate on their age, but mm. uh, but this happened back in eighty three, so which mm. was a long time ago. Yeah. Eighty three was a whole nother time.
2: Well, well if they were teenagers, and they've been in there for thirty. 35, 4 years. Here. They got to be in the late 40s by now. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, they should be able to get some of the civil rights. But most states, they have some type of fund, like if they get sued or something like that. But it's interesting that you're saying that Baltimore does not have that.
1: Mm, that's what it says. Yeah.
2: What's the um, state attorney in Baltimore? What's her name? Uh, Mosby is that her name? Mosley, Mosley, Mosley. A a young girl. I she
1: think she's gone. She's a young. She's she a young. Enough. she was on a press conference.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Talking about, it. she's still there. She's she looks a little older now, but mm-hmm. she not still had a little baby face like she
2: did. Before. That was the one that was trying the um the guy that got killed. Yeah,
1: Freddie Freddie. Freddie, Freddie
2: yeah, Freddie Gray. Right. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to
1: on that one too so.
2: they were trying to oust her out mm. after cause
5: why because she was
2: pushing for justice yeah it was,
1: well, it was cops she was trying to convince them.
2: why oh that's why they didn't like her. and the blue wall of
1: silence, silence just was too much for her and uh, it took her down mm. she had to back off you know,
2: yeah because so. she because they yeah they backed off They're that's crazy. the best I know but I, thought, I think they thought they won't get him on something else. Well, he didn't work hard that way. That's know. a long time to be sitting up in a jail for something you know that you did not do. Let that, what's that black lawyer's name? That homeboy get involved. The one that did the um, little boy, Trayvon Martin. Oh. Let him get involved. Mm-hmm. they going to get something. You know. Wow. So. Yeah, it's
1: still raw. Mm-hmm.
2: That's crazy.
1: I'm sure they got their... their uh and everything in order.
2: That's messed up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's really messed up. Mm-hmm. I right. to hear that, but I'm glad they finally got out. Finally, yeah. Gosh. Oh, boy. Um, if you guys got any questions or comments, give us a call. Nine one four eight zero three forty three zero six 803 And press 1. Press 1 to get the queue. Alright, we're going to take a quick break and we're coming right back with the hit it and quit it headline on the Pajama Party Show. Living just enough, just
3: enough for the city. Okay, well, why are we doing Stevie Wonder? I thought we were doing pajama party. Well, I was, I was talking about my little, uh, one, of my segment, one of my segments of living for the city. Join the party. Now you, now you ride me. That's um, yes, every Friday night at nine. Pajama party. No yeah. clothes
2: allowed.
1: Kettle and red wine uh, step on my parade. I had the
5: mic first. And they're coming in just trying to, uh, you know.
3: It's my turn! Oh, my gosh, gonna sing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what number to call? Yes, call us at 914 803, 803. 4306. 4306. And press 1!
5: Press 1 to be put into the queue and uh, say what you have to say. You can read off what we're talking about. Come up with a new subject
3: of your own. Yeah. We're we'll you. We're liberal. We're 200. easy. He's, he's the same. Eastern Time, we're here at 9, 9 p.m. Friday nights at uh, 6 o'clock, 6 o'clock West, Coast. West Coast, and uh, what, maybe 7 o'clock in
5: the mountains, or <laughs> in the... Yeah, 7 in the mountains, uh
3: around Michigan.
5: Michigan and New Orleans and all that, we're like an hour back, yeah, but it's 9 5 o'clock 5 on 5 the East Coast.
3: 9.15, 15 <laughs> it's 18 <beach> time. time, 9.15. <laughs> Don't be late
1: when you listen up. It's at nine o'clock on the dot. That's right. Every Friday night. We'll see you there. Goodbye. Welcome back to the John Party,
2: one and only Papa DJ. I'm your kettle.
1: Hello. And red wine.
2: Thumbs slide darling. Mm-hmm. Woo-hoo. Great. Oh, Lord. All
1: right. Yeah, of pie would be nice.
2: Oh, is it still <laughs> Thanksgiving? Is it? You know, some all right. nice. It's time for the hit it and quit it headlines. You got one of them Patty Bell pies? start <laughs> <laughs> <Saw> singing. <laughs> I got to do my arms. Start flying away. Highway Fly away like Patty. Uh-huh. She's flying all the way to the bank. I know that's right. She got some other cakes and pies out there, too. Does she? Mm-hmm. All right, Miss Patty. Well, I don't mean to get off the subject of that. I don't want to talk about this, but Vomit Fraud with Uber in there. Oh, Lord oh, have mercy. Cleveland, the night before Thanksgiving is one of, and not the biggest night of the year um, for local bars and people coming out to the holidays. But before you call the Uber or Lyft, you'll want to know about the vomit fall. After a late night at the bars in Columbus, um, Plata said her two friends hopped into an Uber. She said during the ride there were no problems, but the next morning she noticed $80 for cleanup fees. Was on her account. I guess Uber had charged her the eighty dollars for cleanup fee. She called Uber and um, they were um, pretty rude. Oh wow! And said um, Plata telling her that um, she was that she was the one lying. I guess about the, the vomit incident. The company sent her a picture of the supposed vomit Plata um, left behind, but she said there was um, one big problem: the interior of the car was tan. But the interior of the car she rode in was black. Uh uh. Somebody lying. So Uber eventually refunded the charge, but Plata is not alone when it comes to this ride sharing issue. <clears throat> um, somebody else said I got a notification two days later that I had been charged $100 for lift damages. Um, this was in Indiana. She told us um, as a lift driver, accused her of leaving a blood stain. <laughs> oh my God. They are wild. Mm-hmm. It didn't really look like blood, um, but it looked like someone had um spilled some coffee or juice. Um, so when she reached out to lift, um, it decided that the driver and driver and refused to give, um, the lady, um, her money back. Okay. Um There were hundreds of customers across the country that filed reports to several organizations, including the Better Business Bureau. Uh, Someone by the name of Mark Castle from Florida said he was charged $100 for vomiting in the back of a lift. Wow. So around the U.S., the the Better Business Bureau said vomit fraud complaints are on the rise. Man, you sure it's not a weird news? Wait a minute now. (laughs) Passengers are cleaning, uh, claiming Lyft and Uber drivers wrongly charge them damage fees for things like scratches, food stains, and even dog feces. What? What? Oh, God. So it's certainly something that is relatively new that we're seeing, the president and CEO of Better Business Bureau. Um, she said there have been complaints about the supposed po- proof given by drivers. And one example was obviously false. They were able to determine by looking at the um, metadata on the picture that it was a picture taken in, Indi- in India, not even in the city where they had in been India. taking the ride. That's, That's crazy. It. So if you get any of these false charges, report them immediately to Uber, Lyft, or Better Business firm. Mm, mm, mm. People are just trying to get paid more. That's ridiculous. Well, how are you going to just go after somebody once you got their information and just add another $80 and say, oh, that's because of the vomit you left in my car when you know it didn't happen? I'm trying to get more money, the driver. They doesn't even make they sense. probably They probably made $20 or something. They wow. might have made $20 that week, and they said, okay, I'm going to add this on so I can boost up my I need earnings. another $80. Yeah, let me add some fees. And on. then, you know, a lot of times you, you can get a payout that day. You can get up to four or five payouts a day. Mm. So if they added the $80, they got that, they paid themselves out, and then they got the money. So but, now you just got to argue and fight to get your refund if it's right. incorrect. But they're going to give it back to you because they want to keep that customer service. Mm-hmm. But that driver got it back. If they're taking it back from them, I don't know. See, that's the thing. Because, like, okay, he, he, he files that complaint, and he might have made 20 bucks that day, but only 80 he, Oh, I got a hundred dollars. Click, I'm going to pay out. <laughs> so, I thought, I, let me get mine while well, I can. But it, I think it's harder from Uber and Lyft to get it from the driver than um, the customer. So they want to satisfy the customer uh-huh. and reimburse them. They'll complain to the driver later or... They can get it later. If they make a couple hundred dollars shit, they might subtract it from that money. Yeah. hmm So that's what they might do. That's a wild. That's messed up. I mean you should never be that desperate to get money. Apparently they have found a niche where they can get in. But that's just unethical. Mhm. But well, for them to have those complaints, the drivers are lying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's totally unethical. You heard me when I said about the the, the, the black interior and it was a brown interior or something, a baby. Yeah, it's like you got a picture saying that I was in a vehicle I wasn't even in. Mm hmm. That ain't right. Mm hmm. This is what they do. Okay. All right. Moving on. All right. Mm hmm. What we got going on? um
1: Looks like a Twitter bans is a GOP rival of um Representative uh, I, and, I and Omar. I'm call her a lynching. Mm-mm. Huh? Yeah, that was a deep subject. Got
2: to be in Alabama somewhere, the down up. the south somewhere, it? Mississippi, Alabama. Oh, she represents um, uh she did, somewhere in the Midwest. In
1: Minnesota.
2: Yeah. Minneapolis.
1: Yeah, okay, Twitter has banned a uh, Republican's candidate seeking to uh, unseal representative uh, Ayyan Omar, a Democrat from Minnesota. How did she made uh she made after she made making multiple posts about oh after oh this is a female what are you
2: talking my ilhan me. ilhan is the Muslim no
1: no no the person the person who who's um twitter was banned
2: oh that's a it's female that's a
1: female that's running against her. Her name is uh, Danielle Stella,
3: mm.
1: a vocal supporter for, for Donald Trump, your boy.
6: Um,
1: she was um, she was betting um, um, for uh, the ability to run against uh, her next year. She made remarks in two posts amplifying a racist conspiracy theory that. Omar, one of her two uh, Muslim women, elected Congress, uh, shared sensitive intelligence with the Iranian government, which it wasn't true. So she's been spreading lies and rumors against her.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's a mess.
1: You got to put on a kissing list. Mm-hmm. Her name is Danielle Stella.
2: Danielle Stella?
1: Mm-hmm. You put down there next to it, angry white woman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, got okay. her. Danielle Stella. So they banned her Twitter account, huh?
1: Yeah, so she can't say anything on Twitter anymore. uh
2: uh-uh. I mm. Mean, was she calling for the lynching or murder or killing or something?
1: Yeah, she just was saying all kind of iridescent stuff because she's a true Trump supporter. Trump is leading all these people down a garden path. If he's putting stuff in their heads, and they're just... They're crazy. They're going with it.
2: Yeah, they are. They're crazy.
1: But they're not going to have that kind of luxury as he does. That's what people understand.
2: They they
1: can't get away with a lot of stuff. Exactly.
2: Yeah. He gets away with... Oh, he almost gets he's away with a, murder. He's
1: got a spell on people's minds.
2: Well, he's protected because he's the president for right now. Well, mm-hmm. he, not the president. Shit, maybe, you know. Of course he's got same. a spell.
1: That's why he goes to different rallies every two, three weeks to keep people yeah,
2: loving him. Yeah, he got to recharge his base.
1: Yeah. So, Nia's on stage with those... Uh, different meetings and all He he's so comfortable
2: mm.
6: it's
1: scary exactly. yeah, he talked different years you see him at his conventions when he goes
2: yeah he was on there cursing and stuff
1: he, he said yeah person. this
2: whole uh, impeachment thing is nothing but bullshit I was like wow he was oh, giving out, oh, really? to be was oh, giving oh, out the that's red that's what you do with your that's just rallies I don't it. understand make
1: a great again you was throwing them out in the audience
2: oh god
1: oh yeah he's so comfortable around his own people
2: It's disgusting, I don't know.
1: That's your boy, I don't want to talk about him,
3: just
2: saying. And my boy. If he was my boy, I would have checked him a long time ago. Right now. I would have told him, look, you acting a total fool. Go sit down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Go sit down. Sit down. Mm -hmm. I had somebody tell me recently, sit down. Mm -hmm. This is my little grandbaby. He patted on the seat and told me, sit down. Sit
3: down. Sit I was down. like, what?
2: What? Okay. I said, I ain't going to argue. I'm going to just sit down.
1: Sit down. Sit down.
2: <laughs> anyway. Uh, let's see. Speaking of some craziness, this, this particular story was, I think it was kind of kicked off because of uh, your boy T.I. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been... Telling everybody on social media and stuff how he takes his daughter oh, yeah. to go and get these purity exams to oh. make sure she's still a virgin. T.I. Yeah, T.I. The rapper, T.I. Special. So uh, now that it's become more public knowledge, mm-hmm. a New York State lawmaker has introduced legislation this week that would ban doctors from performing or supervising virginity examinations, or also known as purity exams, after rapper T.I. boasted that he accompanies his daughter to a gynecologist every year to make sure she's still a virgin. The doctors perform these exams typically checks to see whether a female patient's hymen is intact, even though medical professionals do not consider it reliable, to determine an indicator of past sexual activity. So they're saying that there's no medical scientific definition of virginity, which I find confusing. They're saying that the definition of virginity as we typically know it is based on social or religious constructs. Mm -hmm. But I thought that it was defined as virginity meant someone who has not had sex. Now, if you want to argue over what does that mean, that's a whole different thing. But I thought, to me, that everybody understood the same definition, mm-hmm. that if you are a virgin, that means you are a person who has not had sex. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're going to get into, like, when Clinton said, I never had sex with that woman, he <laughs> about intercourse versus right. oral sex. right? Right. Or if it means penetration versus right. something else. Other people say it has to do with vaginal sex versus anal. Everybody has different definitions. So. Yeah, but they're saying that virginity is a social and religious construct and that it's not um, a medical or scientific definition. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? Mm-hmm. So this New York uh, Senate bill is sponsored by Senator Roxanne Persaud, and um, Assemblywoman Michelle Salage mm-hmm. I'm not sure how to pronounce her name, and also co-sponsored by Rick Gottfried mm-hmm. and a few other people, Walter Mosley, Andrew Havesi. So their legislation would subject doctors to penalties uh, of pro- professional misconduct for doing these exams mm-hmm. if the bill goes through. Now, T.I. disclosed that his daughter's checkups, um, he was doing this on podcast. He was talking about his daughter's checkups, um, how he has talked to his daughters about all his kids, about sex. And he said, not only do we have the sex conversation, but we have yearly trips to the gynecologist to check her hymen. Now, his daughter, who he's talking about, is Deja Harris, who is now 18. hmm And then he goes on to describe how his daughter explained to him that the hymen can tear for a number of reasons that have nothing to do with intercourse, such as riding a bike or athletics, which is medically true. But T.I. pushed all that aside and said, look, doc, she don't ride no horses, she don't ride no bike, she don't play no sports. So check the hymen and give me my results expeditiously. He just wanted to like, look, do the exam, tell me if she's still a virgin That's all he wanted to know Mm
6: -hmm.
2: So his comments quickly generated concern and outrage on social media and whatnot And um, one of the people sponsoring the bill said it's misogynistic, it's appalling I was horrified to see that this is happening If a celebrity can can impose his power to ensure his 18-year-old daughter gets checked Imagine what's done in households across New York State. So, you know, I mean, this is a bill they're just trying to introduce in New York State. Mm -hmm. But I have a feeling if they get this done in New York, Mm -hmm. it'll catch on. Wow. So I don't know. The preliminary thing is not going. Well, no, they're introducing the bill. They're just it hasn't passed yet. If it becomes law for New York. I, I'm thinking that, you know, other states might jump on the bandwagon and pass their own Lord law, him. but, I mean, I don't know how I feel about that because I do feel like it is a bit misogynistic. The girl is 18. Right. How long are you going to keep doing that? I mean, <coughs> Excuse me. at any age, it's kind of like, that's kind of Neanderthal. You she not say that the mother was there. She was present, so they go together. So he doesn't go actually in the room with her. Well, no you know, no so. legitimate doctor would let him come in the examination right, room. Right. But I'm saying just the idea that if you ask her, have you been active sexually, and she says no, you don't believe her, so you want to take her to a doctor and have her examined. I don't think it's to that degree when she goes get her Whatever time, checkup, year, two years, whatever, he's going with her. But he specifically told the doctor, check the hymen. Tell me if the hymen is intact to determine whether she's still a virgin. That's the whole point of the exam. Mm-hmm. That's all he's trying to find out. Mm-hmm. So I'm just saying, like, really? That's uh-huh. what you're doing to your daughter? Or to this particular daughter? I just think they've taken out of context. I don't even think it's that serious. So you're okay with this? I just think they've taken what he's saying out of context. But yeah. I'm saying, despite what he's saying, mm-hmm. that the end result is that he's taking her to a doctor well, to check to determine if she's still a virgin. Well, why she get this, uh, how old is she? She's 18. When well, she gets what? She's 18. And he does this every year. She just turned 18, and he still, you know, he did it again this You're year. She's going to be bye-bye next year. She'll be like, I don't want you, you know, around for doing this or whatever. I, I just, I have a problem with this. I just, I just feel My like that's too is, much. It's, it's, it's to each own, you know. It depends on the family, because I used to be like, uh, scrutinize um, the um, Will Smith family. Mhm-, but that's how they raised their children. They did it for a reason, I mean they got their they um, did what they do just the way they raise their children oh, you okay. know and and when they got a certain age, you know they went on on their own i mean, but they raised them differently, you know so, but I mean to me, that's different. I mean, people raise their kids how they raise their kids right, but this kind of stuff to me is a lot if you're doing that. It's one thing if you're doing it, but when you go out and publicly talk about it on podcasts, that's for one thing. It's embarrassing to Deja, his daughter. I agree, but he's been doing it probably since she was probably a teenager,
5: and probably it just came out. out.
2: So it's nothing and new. And I think to that's that like that that's a lot. that's what I'm saying. It's an individual family thing. It's nothing new to them. That's a lie. But he, I, I think not. he's overstepping. But I think he saw talking about it, and then they just blew it out of proportion. So, um, that's a raise you. See, to me, I don't think it's blown out of proportion. It is what it is. It's not even about what you say. It's the end result of what you're doing. I don't even care what you say about it. The fact of the matter is that you're taking this child to be examined to determine if she's been sexually active. That just seems very Neanderthalish. Well, it sounds like maybe you just don't trust her. That's what it sounds okay. like. So that's I why like it, you don't, don't trust her, trust her like so, that. If why she, why she says she just no, come I haven't. Her, her a chastity belt. You gonna go find and her? and lock her up. Get a chastity so, belt, then if that's how you feel. I just say teach your own, because you wouldn't want nobody to tell you how to raise your child. So that's that's how they raise their children. And the mother, she seems to be okay with it because when they were the red tape questioned her. Red table talking. I questioned he was, her. He was saying those a woman would want her daughter affected like, to that? She was just like nodding the head. Like, I yeah, that's understand. right. Tiny was okay with this? He was nodding the head like, yeah, it's okay. She didn't say nothing. I ain't, you probably didn't see the whole red table discussion, but from what I saw, that little clip, she just was nodding the I head like, much for me. I ain't with it. I say teach your song, baby. I ain't, I ain't with it. it. Don't knock nobody. <laughs> I'm knocking it. Well, if you guys got any questions or comments, when well, we're talking about chassis belts and this and that. Hit <laughs> us up tonight. Some foolishness. Nine one four eight zero three forty three zero six and press one. Press one to get in the queue. You got to hear what you what you saying. Oof. All right, we're gonna take a break. Yeah, we're gonna need a break after that I'm chassis belt. Just that, everything locked up. Got it? Yeah. <laughs> Lock it down. Uh-huh. All right, we're gonna come right back with uh, what's poppin' with Papa D.
5: You're in the right place at the right time. It's the Pajama Party, www.apajamaparty.com, produced by D.C. Homegrown Entertainment. Don't just sit there yelling at the air. You've got an opinion? We want to hear it, too. Dial 914-803-4306. That's 914-803-4306. Don't let us have all the fun by ourselves. We've got room for you at the Pajama Party. And remember... It's PJs only, no clothes allowed. Operators are standing by. Well, they're lounging on pillows, but they're waiting for your calls. So call us now, 914-803-4306. Now back to the crew and more of the pajama party. Oh, you want to throw pillows?
1: All right, welcome back to John party. One. Cos Papa D.D. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And red wine.
3: Bonsoir, darling.
1: All right. Uh, we're going to do this.
2: Uh, yeah, do what, your segment. What's poppin'? What's
1: popping? Mm. What's going
2: on with you tonight?
1: Well, there's a lot of things in the news. I mean, you almost got to just pick what you want to really discuss. I mean, uh, just, um... I saw a segment the other day on TV that really blew my mind. It was um, about a car dealership, uh, CBS Morning News with Yale King and the other guy. The younger gentleman in that crew was doing this segment on, on uh, new new cars and car dealerships. Mm-hmm. And I, I was enlightened by so much stuff. The biggest thing that got me is that this particular car dealership they went to was so big that they were just massive, you know.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: they're giving people nowadays loans For like nine years Eight, nine years
6: mm-hmm.
1: To pay this car back
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's, it's getting ridiculous it's, You know He'd be paying for this car for so long Eight,
2: nine years Eight,
1: nine years, yeah
3: mm-hmm.
1: It was amazing And I think that's when <laughs> that's crazy. When these people make these little false promises Where they say uh, uh, Like You think he's wild commercial out of the office, we got $30 down, $30 a month.
2: Yeah, I've seen some on uh, a yeah, penny. Yeah. <laughs> Does a car even last that long? Eight or nine years? Yeah. Been yeah, <laughs> on the car, yeah. Been yeah, on the car. I, I how
1: it. you drive it, where you take it to. Yeah.
3: Your how you take care of it. You can maintenance on, you
1: know. hmm But it was amazing how these, especially these F-150 trucks, they they're loaded with different things and they're going for like oh my goodness, I I just can't believe like 58000 dollars. All you gotta show for you well it's not all you gotta show for, it, but it's uh it's amazing how that that's instrumental, you know, uh for giving you time to pay sixty thousand dollars over nine years.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: And you gotta see the dealership and see everybody and see It's just a long time, I think. You know, so much progresses in your life in nine years, you know. Anyway, that was a story that kind of caught my attention. I never knew they were levying that kind of um, overhead on people like that. And it's really sad to see. Also, um, like I say, in the news nowadays, you can just grab stuff out of the sky. I mean, it's almost... So many things going on with stuff. Uh, I think another issue that I was looking at was the whole impeachment situation. I don't understand how the instead of this being a courtroom and everybody sitting back and hearing the evidence and comment on the evidence, they're attacking the evidence, you know. They're they're beating up on things that when a Democrat say that they're accusing this person of because they're Republicans, they're not they're not they're, they're very un uh, objective. They just go on the you know, especially that one guy, uh, that doesn't wear a jacket. Oh his yeah.
2: Name, uh, I can't think of his name. Yeah, he gets on there. He's a mess. Is, uh, Trent, Ooh, he's Trent, hot mess.
1: Trent or whatever. He's he's so pro he's so um so pro uh forty five.
2: Uh-huh. He is crazy.
1: And uh, they put him in there at the last minute.
2: Did they? Mm-hmm oh, Like, like no. he's some
1: kind of watchdog. He was on that panel originally. Oh, God. He's
2: just, oof, it's two months. He's a
1: headache. Yeah, he's he's wild.
2: Mm-hmm. And don't wear no suit jacket. I just don't understand mm-hmm. that. You're in the Senate, you, you're supposed to wear a suit jacket.
1: Yeah, oh, he's okay. just a congressman, thank
2: God. Mm-hmm. But still, everybody he's wearing a suit idiot. jacket. He do not want to look outdoors in there. Mm hmm. Unless he sweats a lot or something. I don't know. I'm sorry.
1: Maybe that's where it is. I I personally don't think that the um, impeachment is going to get anywhere. I
2: don't
1: think so either. No. You got a good good point, that It exposed him, and um, white folks are talking now. They're saying, wow, how can he be in office? I heard some people speak on the other day about Barack. They they just kept talking about his... uh, and, plus, dear George Dixon, most people that here are, like, from Florida area. But mm-hmm. they could have been changed for the, um, you know, as far as the the outcome of this thing is not going to be, it seems like it's a big waste of time. Everything's almost like a waste of time, you know. It seems mm-hmm. like Trump has so much leverage that nobody can really corner him. And But this all will come to pass, you know. Nothing comes to uh, stay. Everything comes to pass. And I just want to see where the world, the legacy of him is going to be. Even if he gets re-en- reelected, he wants to get reelected because he didn't have time to do anything.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: He spent four years on the hot seat.
6: Mm-hmm. And
1: he's, he's got to be feeling bad about that. He ain't been able to relax hadn't really been able to be a real president for five minutes and he's just been on the hot seat the whole time and he's pretty pissed about that. Mm-hmm. So he wants his four years back. because they keep that man living hell since the beginning, huh? Rightfully so, you know.
2: Yeah, that was everything I'm doing. Yeah, that's true. He's gonna not talk to people.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Some stuff comes out of his mouth. Unbelievable
2: mm-hmm. Totally For sure Mm-mm. I guess he's on the kids At 45 Always
1: mm-hmm. Yeah I'll well, end with that
2: mm-hmm. Alright Well thank you for that Report For uh, what's popping For tonight And uh, let's see What's up for tonight Oh we got some hear you. Are we going to keep going or are we going
3: to
2: break?
6: I'm ready. it up, up a little bit. bit.
2: All right. Well, let's do it. All right. Um, cats to be put on leashes to protect wildlife. Hey, oh, it, ain't so. This is in Brussels. Put domestic cats on a leash to better protect threatened birds and environment. <laughs> oh, no, they run out of birds. <laughs> the European Union says... That would deny man's kind furry friend its unalienable right to roam. Hmm. The um, EU's executive said Thursday that um, this is a strong defender of free movement rights, including of cats, (laughs) and categorically denied it would ever force cats to be kept indoors or on a leash. Oh, Lord. So they want the cats to be able to just... Just go out and do what they do. Yeah, but apparently something about the birds. So let me finish. Tilburn University, scientists wrote in Oxford's Journal of Environmental Law that free ranging domestic cats quote unquote impact biodiversity through predication. Okay. Disturbance, competition, disease and hypernization and added that the predatory impact is worse than often assumed. They argue that EU laws and directives would could effectively force owners to keep them indoors or unleash indoors. So apparently they're saying that they're detrimental. So <laughs> <laughs> they're here tagging birds, and that's messing with the circle of life. I think so. if they take a certain bird out... <laughs> I guess birds can't produce, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's wow. crazy. So they're going to put the cats on leashes. I, I've never seen a cat that. on a leash. No, leashes. I haven't Is either. Is that even a thing? I've only seen that in movies or something crazy. Yeah, oh. I don't know about cats on leashes. That's crazy. Have you ever seen that one, Papa Diddy? That's crazy. That's a bit much. Uh-uh. Cats going to do what they're going to do. Yeah, cats like to have their own freedom. I, I don't know about that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. All right, we'll move on All right uh, Let's see, let's go to Papa Diddy Papa Didi, what you got for us tonight on the weird news?
1: Oh, uh, my turn again, huh? Mm-hmm
2: We keeping you busy tonight
1: Uh-huh uh, uh, Let's see Florida dog drives in reverse
3: <laughs> This
1: Uh-oh. is Port St. Lucie in uh Florida Florida authorities said they responded to a, um, a, a a rude vehicle spinning in reverse around a suburban uh, cul-de-sac with a lone occupant inside a black Labrador retriever.
6: Mm-mm.
1: Okay, news outlets reported residents calling police Thursday after seeing a dog trapped and uh, climbing around in the car as it spun <laughs> in circles.
3: Oh, in reverse God. in a
1: Port St. Lucie neighborhood. Police,
3: yeah, right, police yeah. said
1: uh, they think the dog's owner oh, stepped away from a running car, and that's when the uh, pet knocked into reverse. Neighbor Ann Sable called. I'm right. assuming. Neighbor Ann Sable said that she watched the furry speed racer oh. take out a mailbox and a trash can. Oh,
2: oh. God. Are you Go serious? speed racer. Yeah, he
1: was backing Holy. up, he. Not out uh-uh. had lucky. Sable said the dog was a was in high spirits after being rescued. Hadn't it jumped out of the car and wagged his tail.
2: He had fun. Uh, Police cooking. stopped
1: the joyride by punching a passcode into the driver's door. No one was hurt. Punching a passcode into,
2: into the driver's, driver's door?
1: door? I don't understand that.
2: What kind of car was this? They said a passcode in the driver's door. What do you mean they maybe me had to put a code in the in the car to get it to get but it? But it said in the driver's door. Yes, yeah, i I've there, seen cars that, that unlock oh, maybe they unlocked the door and got the right. the dog out. Right. Okay. That's why it's the weirdness. Okay, I got one for you. This one's up in Alaska. Uh Anchorage, Alaska. An Alaska man was found with $400,000 in illegal drugs hidden in spoiled goat intestines at an airport. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> man. He was arrested. Uh, I don't know how you pronounce his name. Senen Placentia of Kodiak, Alaska, was arrested Wednesday at Anchorage's International Airport. Investigators with Alaska State Troopers searched a large fish box that the 71-year-old man had checked his luggage, according to an affidavit filed with the charges. Placentia gave his consent to search. Inside the box was loosely wrapped frozen meat with multiple small pieces of meat frozen together, which Placentia had consented to the meat being thawed out for further investigation, Oh, gosh. Investigators smelled the odor of rotting meat as it thawed, and a police dog detected the presence of drugs. Before the meat finished thawing, Placentia withdrew his consent for search and prompted authorities to obtain a search warrant. Resuming the search, investigators found packages wrapped in plastic that contained 740 grams of heroin, And 389 grams of meth, Placentia had been heading back to Kodiak when he was arrested, initially booking a morning flight and later rebooking for an afternoon flight. Before the flight departed, he agreed to be interviewed, and he told investigators that he packed the bag himself, and he denied all knowledge of the drugs. Hmm. Now, if you packed it, how are you going to say, I don't know how those drugs got (laughs) it? Because you can't. So, Placencia told investigators that he bought the goat intestines for $140 from a California rancher for his own consumption. Oh, no! He was later taken into custody at the Anchorage uh, Jail, and a message left late Friday afternoon at the Federal Public Defender Agency was not returned. Placentia was arraigned Friday today on the charge of possession with intent to distribute controlled substances. Oh my God. No, Dude, too. what were you thinking? Yeah, he, he he gone. Why would you tell them I give you permission to go ahead and search when you know good and well I know. You got heroin and meth and some gluten estim <laughs> Uh uh he gave the okay. He said, I'm sure, go right in yeah, go ahead and check. Nothing and then when the dog sniffed out the drugs he was like, Okay, I changed my mind uh, Now you can't check enough. myself so they wouldn't got a search warrant, so they could go ahead and check it anyway. Uh, Ooh, I he is special. He gonna have some of his his substance stuff. Uh, he must have, cause that didn't even make sense. All right, well that's the end of the weird news. Well, that's why he says weird news. Yeah, it was sure enough. He act a fool. Gosh, sure. that was just stupid. I know. You knew what you had done. Then you're gonna say yes to the search. And then when you get busted, the dog sniffs you out. You say, okay, I changed my mind. Take that back. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Stupid criminals. All right. Let's take a quick break. And we're coming back with, uh, I'm just saying, with moi. Okay. Uh, Let's
6: see.
2: You want to take a music break? Yeah. Let's just do that. All right. Let's see. Who we got up tonight? Oh, let's see. We got some prints. We've got. Always have that. Usher We've got yeah, That's
1: not the new Ha ha
2: ha Let's hear some Usher Usher Okay let's go to Usher We'll be
3: right
5: back We come together It's a
3: miracle You're the only thought in my head. Take my hand, girl, let's get lost. I know nowhere to find. It's like heaven when we come.
1: Hi, right, welcome back to the John Party, one Papa D? I'm here with Kettle.
2: Hello.
1: And Red Wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. Mm-hmm. And it's time for I'm Just Saying <laughs> with moi. Okay. I okay. thought I was going to get an intro, but I'll do my own intro. I know, that's right. came, okay, moi. That's right. Uh, yeah, this is I'm Just Saying. and uh, Tonight, I want to talk about Amazon's Alexa. You know, they got some new stuff they're trying to do with Alexa. And uh, I'm a fan of Alexa, but I don't know if I'm a fan of this. So I'm just saying I have enough emotion. I was reading about how Amazon is introducing emotion with its Alexa products. Do we really need that? I'm just asking. It's bad enough when you ask Alexa something and she says, and notice I'm saying she instead of it. She says, I'm not sure about that, or I don't know about that. And, you know, it makes you feel some kind of way. Mm -hmm. But if she starts answering me with attitude or some kind of emotion, I might want to slap her. Uh -uh. I'm just saying. I, I have enough emotion, okay? Amazon is enabling Alexa to emote excitement or disappointment. And I'm just not sure how I feel about that. Now, it took me some time to get used to having Alexa around, and now I'm going to have to deal with hers and my emotions? That's just too much for me. Too much. I'm just saying. I have enough emotion for the both of us. Amazon has previously expanded Alexa's voice range, adding a newscaster-style voice back in January, as well as English accents. And this week... They've added, they call it a music style, which imitates a radio DJ to Alexa's repertoire. Uh Now, the company has said that they were going to feature um, Samuel L. Jackson's voice later this year. But they've been saying that for a while now, and it's almost December. I've been waiting for the Samuel L.'s voice, because I wanted to get it. I was willing to pay for it. I said, bring it on. I think that would be fun. It'd be entertaining to hear Samuel when I talk to Alexa. And I did check on the British accent thing, and apparently it's set up to work if you have a British accent. Mm -hmm. So I don't think you can just get it if, you know, you have a regular English accent. But Amazon says initial tests say that people like the emotion versus a monotone response. Excuse me. Which makes sense. Nobody wants to talk to a flat tone computer voice. (laughs) (coughs) But I still don't know how I feel about the emotion part. So I'm just saying if Alexa's gonna give me emotion, I don't know. You right over there? You getting that much emotion? <laughs> <coughs> I get choked up. Okay. <clears throat> now, did you know that 25% of the population has some kind of voice response device similar to Alexa? Whether it's a Microsoft device or a Google for the Amazon device. These things are becoming widespread all across the country, country, and I understand why. They're fun, and they're convenient. I use it all the time, for real. Sometimes when I'm trying to solve a math problem or a geography thing, like if I want to know where a certain place is, a country or a city or something, or how far something is from someplace else, or a trivia thing, you know when did so and so die when did so when was somebody born? It's real quick and convenient, but things like that, and like I said, I'm definitely a fan of the Alexa devices, but I'm just not sure about this whole emotion thing. You know, if I ask Alexa something, I don't necessarily need her to sound excited or sound sad about the response. Just tell me the answer. That's that's enough for me. I don't know how other people feel, but that's enough for me. You know, I just feel like we got enough to deal with without getting emotions from an artificial intelligence device. You know, I, do we need that for real? I don't know. This is red wine, and I'm just saying, I like my Alexa without the emotions. Just tell me what I ask for, and holy emotions. That's all I'm saying tonight. Mm -mm. I don't think I need all that There he is Tell me what I'm asking (laughs) I ask you who won the football game I don't need you to sound all hyped Or sound sad (laughs) Just tell me the result Yeah. I don't think that's too much to ask I think it's a 50-50 Some people want that Some people want emotion There was a movie like that the guy fell in love with his Siri or whatever. That, that, that Well, you know, <laughs> people got issues. <laughs> I is just feel like is? it's fine if you develop the way to do it, but give me the option. Right. Don't just give it to me, and next time I ask Alexa what time it is mm-hmm. or if I set an alarm mm-hmm. and I hit snooze, and then the next time that thing comes on, <laughs> she's all hyped up because I hit snooze three times or <laughs> something. Like this is the third time you've hit snooze. It's time to get up. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> and no attitude in the voice. No, <laughs> don't. Uh uh-uh. uh Just, just be a mechanical device. Yeah, just tell me <laughs> what I want to know. Uh uh, and that's it. That's enough. Mm-hmm. All right, we're gonna take a quick CC break, and we're coming back with uh, Papa Diddy. Living for the
6: city.
2: And living for the city, city, mm, city. Uh-huh. Living for the city on the Pajama Party Show. Uh, we'll be right back.
5: Looking for a new cocktail to serve at your next dinner party? Trying to figure out what pairs well with your main entree? Then you need to visit the Cocktail of the Week archive at com. We've got a list of all the cocktails we've featured on previous pajama party shows with recipes and pictures of the drinks. And believe me, we've had some good ones. And while you're on the website, visit the archives for previous shows. Just click on any date, and you can hear the shows again and again. We've got you covered at com, And tell a friend. They'll thank you.
1: All right, welcome back to the John party. I'm one of those Papa D.D. am here with Kettle. Hello. Some red wine.
2: Bon Mm-mm. Ha! <laughs> okay, Bon <bonbon>. Bon. Bon <laughs> it's time for Living for the City with Papa D.D. D.
3: Mm-hmm. What's
2: happening in the city, Papa?
1: Well, I can honestly say the weather, really. Mm. I don't think, uh, just to give an update on things, I don't think you should be fooled by this weather, I mean, I was, uh, me personally, I was out for about three, four weeks, you know, recovering from an injury, and I uh, go outside last night for the first time, and I, I was amazed how cold the weather got, and I wasn't dressed for it at all, so just make sure that you, you know, tip outside for a minute, and see what's happening out there, and dress accordingly. You ain't got to go crazy with stuff, you know. But dressing in layers is a good thing. This way you can peel off the layers when you have to. But, um, putting not get caught out there. People get sick every day by thinking the weather's going to be good until December, like you know me is. Nah, we got a nor'easter right now. That chilled up the joint. Mm-hmm. chilled up for a while. So, which means everything is going to die, all your vegetation and You don't see no more bugs, no more mosquitoes. You know, that's one good thing. I don't know where they go. They come back around May 1st, (laughs) you know, terrorizing people. Well, that's about it, really. I just want to put that warning out there about the weather. Don't let it fool you up, you know.
2: It has been Uh, crazy weather. Mm -hmm. Man, I think they're getting snow a lot of places. It
1: was cold enough.
2: They're calling for snow in the D.C. area. Um, I think next week. I don't know if Are it's going to happen. Yeah, isn't that what they said, Papa D? Oh yeah.
1: Oh, I don't
2: know. No. Um, All right. So Papa said, go out there. and What you supposed to do? Lick your finger and hold your finger up in the air to no, no. see what's going on. Is that was supposed to do. Yeah. See which way the wind's blowing. No. Okay. <laughs> All right then. Well, thank you for that one, go All right. Let's uh, let's see. You want to roll on
3: the yeah. Hollywood
2: wrap up? Up to y'all. Hey, let's do it. Okay. You ready for? it? Yeah. All right. What's going on in the Hollywood land? I'll well, just see what's going on. Well, we got a surprise, surprise. There. All people in Walmart. See ya. The lady that wears the hair on her face, she posed as a lottery winner and paid for shoppers' Thanksgiving groceries All right, at well. Walmart. That's my people. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite hangout? Yep, but she didn't have her hair on her face. I mean, she, oh. she exposed herself. But check this out. She said she was a lottery winner, and that's how she was paying for people's groceries. Um, uh. It said, in addition to seeing loved ones and exchanging gifts for the holiday, Sia clearly understands this because recently she decided to go undercover at Walmart and pay for a lot of other people's groceries. This um, happened on Wednesday. Sia posted up near the register at Walmart in Palm Springs. She just recently bought a house in 2013 in Palm Springs. She told everybody that she was a lottery winner named CeCe and pay for their groceries. Some of those who uh, benefited from uh, Sia's generosity posted about the experience on social media. I guess they probably crashed social media. Um, One person wrote, um, tell me why the lady buying everyone items at my Walmart was the singer Sia. Totally didn't know it was her. I kept thanking her because she was buying um, customers' baskets full of items. And she did not once ask for any recognition. She said, bless her heart. I mean, at, least, at least we're getting some good in the neighborhood. And That was nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, she looks totally different. No makeup, no nothing. She only had a little head down boy, I'm telling you. So I don't girl, even know what she really looks like. You just have to look it up on YouTube. You'll be like, uh, uh. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, talk about in the neighborhood, Tom Hanks. He almost initially passed this role as Mr. Rogers, the movie A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. They have been putting it out in some film festivals, but it's supposed to open. um, I think it's already open. It's out now. It's called A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Uh, They said that um, he talked with um, Mr. Rogers' widow, which was um, Joanne Rogers, and I guess he just it just had to build for him. You know, I guess he mm-hmm. had to get the reinsurance that I can do it and yada yada. Probably the ching ching too. That oh, probably yeah. helped too. Yeah. So, They're talking about that chat. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what, this script is really good. <laughs> but I mean he I mean, he's like a spinning image of Mr Rogers. So Yeah. When I saw that promo for it, I was like, Wow, they got the right person I know. You know, nothing like um they were talking earlier about um, uh, Julia Roberts being uh, uh, Don't even talk about it. <laughs> that was crazy. He's trying to play a slave. Yes, really? Please. That is the dumbest thing I've ever yeah, heard Yeah, don't even make any sense, but that's just, that shows how far we move that Hollywood is.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, talk young, about, dumb executives. Yeah, talking about executives. Um, celebrities um took to Twitter over the Thanksgiving holiday to support actress Gabrielle Union and slam NBC after the network dropped her as a judge on America's Got Talent. Now she had a three year contract and they cut her in the first year. She raised concerns about racist incidents on the set. Um uh-huh.
5: including
2: um that her hairstyles were quote unquote too black for the audience. Mm-hmm from Hamilton created Lin-Manuel um, Miranda um, Jamel Hill She was having some things with on her network On ESPN Yep, A, um, A- Ariana Grande And um, the presidential candidate Julian Castro, they tweeted um, Their support for the actress Who was labeled as quote-unquote Difficult by fellow judge Simon Cowell Now she had mentioned that um, Simon Cowell He was smoking you know, in the area where they were. But I guess he's the producer, so he can do anything he wants, I guess. Um, Jamel Hill, she also pointed out that labeling black women is difficult in the workplace is an old racist trope. You know, just, you know, that's, that's sad. That's just saying that what all women, uh, black women are what, difficult? That's what some people say. That's not right. So, like I said, she had a three-year contract. She was let go after only one year after she raised concerns with the racist incidents on set. She said even Jay Leno, he made an anti-Asian joke allegedly made by the comedian Jay Leno that was edited out of the Final Cut. On America's Got Talent? Mm -hmm. Also, Judge Howie Mandel, um, that a respected black South African choir, I remember this, um, they, they should sing something from the Lion King. I mean, if that's not racist, come on then. Why all black people got to sing certain things? Yeah. You know, quote, unquote, what? What, what if they were singing opera? Was that going to be a problem? See what I'm saying? Uh, look, Aretha Franklin, she did it. She did it well. Sure it did. <laughs> yeah. But um, I'm glad she broke a silence. She broke a silence on Twitter, and she had all this support. Um, the young lady from um, Grey's Anatomy, Pompeo,
6: mm-hmm.
2: this is a teaching moment. It's important, white girls. I'm um, talking to you, whether you truly understand what racial injustice is or not, that you stand with your sisters on the front lines. Don't cut side deals and don't uh, get involved because it isn't your issue. Because it is. Mm. Right now, okay. I like that. All right, Miss Ellen, and her name Ellen Pompeo. Yes. Okay. Plus, mm. mm-hmm. well, she's African American husband, so I guess it helps. Oh, I didn't know that mm-hmm. okay. uh, I mean, you know it, it I thought she was just a woke, a woke white woman <laughs> The struggle was real Alright, okay um, Halle Berry She was Halle Berry? Halle Berry She was seen out with a black eye uh-huh. Halle Berry landed on the streets of New Jersey With a swollen black eye Rest assured that Halle Berry Was not found once in a fight Or in any common scenario which could result in a black eye. She is the writer, producer, everything. Starring in this movie, it's called Bruised. Ah, oh. so That's why. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Okay. Coming out soon. Uh-huh. Oh, I was about to say. What's going on? I have to check out. you ever seen the movie John Wick? I saw the first one. It's yeah. Keanu Reeves? Uh-huh. It's three installments. They said she played in the third one. Yeah, see, after the first one, I was done with that. Okay, so you didn't like it. Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't your kind of movie. No, not really. Okay. But I would watch it. I mean, I, I have to see one, two, and three. I've never seen, you know, none of them. So. hmm mm-hmm. um, Well, they had a big shindig saying farewell to an icon. They had Sissy Tyson, Lenny Kravitz, Anza Bassett, and more. They honored Diane Carroll. Um, the best in black excellence gathered to bid Diane Carroll farewell. There were plenty of hugs and handshakes in the crowd. Attendees like Samuel Jackson, Felicia Rashad, Leon Underwood. They were celebrating life, not mourning a loss. Um, after all the Trailblazer was the first black woman uh, to win a Tony for the best actress in a musical. Hmm, that was in sixty two. I'm just born. No strings. Um, in Julia, that was my show. She the first black woman to lead in a primetime television and non-domestic role. In '69, she went on to win a Golden Globe for Julia as Best Actress in the Television Series. Hail to the Queen, Carol! She passed, and she was 84 years old. Yep, she had a lot of accomplishments. Miss Carol only—she only had one daughter, Her name was Suzanne Kay. Um, you said was? I'm sorry, Miss Carol only—yeah, she only has one daughter. Oh, I thought you said she, like, passed him. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Suzanne K. Okay. okay. But he has a big weave coming out. Honoring girlfriend. That's nice. Really nice. All right. I think that's the Hollywood wrap up. Okay. And I did have one more to add to that. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find the details of it. Barry Gordy had a street named in Hollywood for him. Oh, okay. Uh, Barry Gordy Square, a street in Hollywood, named for the founder of Motown.
3: That's good,
2: but I can't find any more details other than that. So you can check that out. Okay. But looks like uh, after his retirement, and I know they just had a an anniversary
3: mm-hmm.
2: of, I want to say Motown. like 50 years, 60 yeah. years, something like Motown, that. Motown, yeah. Yeah, Motown. Mhm. Yeah. So Motown's doing their thing. Nice. So I wonder who takes the rain now. If I you to, tell to get some residuals. I don't know. That's I don't know. I wonder if Smokey's still writing songs. Cause Smokey was cranking out like a, two songs a day. But you know what? He can live off his residuals. He ain't got to write another song forever and ever and ever ever.
0: And ever ever.
2: Yes, indeed. He really could. Cause I think I think you know. Sometimes they put stuff in the archives that they didn't touch. That mm-hmm. they didn't think would be could be a hit. So they just, re- they- he could reel out two songs a year and be fine. <laughs> and out the vault. I know, that's right. Isn't that what Disney do? That's <laughs> what <Disney does. laughs> That's what, in mm. a sense, that's what Prince did. Hey. He had all that stuff. Well, he didn't do it, but right. right. it's a state. Right. It right. had been slow, dripping stuff out of the vault. <laughs> they probably could put stuff out for another hundred years. Probably. Uh-huh. Well, it could be one song a year, and then people go crazy. Uh huh. <laughs> I'd be one. Of them. I know you would. <laughs> I'd be right there, like, what? New
5: Look, song? you wear this
2: color tonight. Uh huh. Wear my purple. Uh-huh. All right. You ready for the cocktail of the week? Sure. Is. I know I am. I've been sipping on it. It's called What's the unrequited? Requited. unrequited Love Punch. Ooh. I'm going to let real Wine explain to you what un- 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 unquieted means. <laughs> A fruit-forward cocktail with a dry edge. Mm. So we have two ounces of Jack Daniel's Old Number Seven. You gotta get Ooh. the Old Number Seven. Old Number Seven. Two ounces of cranberry juice, half an ounce of pineapple juice. Papa would like this. A half an ounce of orange juice, ginger ale. Mm. So we're gonna do is I um, have filled the shaker with um, cube ice. Add all ingredients except the ginger ale, because you're going to shake it vigorously for 10 seconds. Shake it, shake it. it. Three-fourths fill a high ball ball glass with cubed ice. Strain the liquid into the glass. You all right over there? Shake it. Top with ginger ale and add an orange slice to garnish. This is called the unrequited Unrequited love punch. Love punch. Unrequited is when you have love in one direction. Right it's like when you got when you got a thing for somebody, but they don't have a thing for you. All right. So this love punch goes like in one direction, <laughs> and it's all good. Right. That's all I'm saying. It's tasty. It's gonna go down one direction down my throat. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right.
0: <laughs>
2: it's the good stuff. Yeah, tasty. Go. Mm-hmm. tasty, 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 tasty. Right. All right. Well, that's the cocktail of the week. You can find it on the website at apajamaparty.com dot com, and that is sponsored by our parent company, DChomegrown.com dot com. Check them out as well. Uh, Let's see. Let's talk about the kiss it list. Uh, Let's see, Papa Didi. Can you tell the people what is the kiss it list?
1: What is the kiss it list?
2: Mm -hmm. Break it down. Yeah.
1: Award like anything else, you know. But doing well, messing up, <laughs> just join and join. If Their hands are folded throughout the uh, campaigns. I don't know what uh, kiss it list. Yeah, the no, you know, they just talked about a little. A lot of people want to kiss, or might go on a kiss. List. Oh, okay.
2: No, we're just talking about what is the kiss it list.
1: All right. Well, it's uh somewhere in the corner, like cornering a rat.
2: We're going to cut him off Here you yeah. can he have no more, no uh, more unrequited love punch for Papa Didi Alright, I'll start it off I have the uh, Alabama Preservation Act Put those people on the kissing list Because they were the ones who have a rule in Alabama That says anything, any statues. And I guess other artifacts and things that have been around for 40 years can't be touched. And I think that's a crock of crap. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Keep up with the time. So they're on the Kiss It list. Also, we've got Danielle Stella, angry white woman. Oh, that's the woman who was running against, who is running against Ilhan. Uh, Omar, I think is her last name, the mm-hmm. congresswoman from Minnesota mm-hmm. who was saying stuff like if she is found to be treasonous or something that she should be hanged, she should be killed and oh, all this other yeah. stuff. That. This woman, Danielle Stella, you're on the kiss it list because you are over the top. Mm. You're doing too much.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> also, we had Simon Cowell for just being Simon Cowell for mm-hmm. doing the racist stuff and for firing um, Gabrielle Union because she's just too black for you.
3: Mm. You're on the
2: kissing list. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got 45, as usual, on the kissing list. Mm-hmm. Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell. There was another right. one who I don't have the name, mm-hmm. but it was one of the college teams that was disqualified yep. because he did like a Dog imitation drink. of a dog urinating when he got a touchdown nope. and they've been eliminated from the whatever bowl or something that they what? were gonna something like that and I was like you know what to to penalize the whole team like that to me was excessive Right. it's just excessive yeah, well. so I mean they're saying it was an obscene gesture and I'm like Okay, he was on the ground, and he lifted one leg like a dog. Okay. I'm not saying it was right, but really, was it, were, I mean, did you have to disqualify the whole team or take away their chances at it moving forward in the ball, you know? and then the guy missed the field goal, and that was messed up. Yeah. That was messed up. That was messed up. But yeah, was right, the te- all team shouldn't have to suffer. No. They should have just either... Told him he had to get off the field or something I don't know it was crazy yeah if you want to penalize somebody penalize the person who did it not the whole team you got anybody else for the list um Roger Goodell Kraft all of them oh yeah all of them oh and Nunez Nunez Whatever how you pronounce his name That mm-hmm. congressman uh-huh. is always talking smack And the guy who never wears a, a shirt put, uh, A jacket, jacket Him, put him on the list mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell mm-hmm. Put him on the kiss it list mm-hmm. uh, If there are no other Winners this week We have a gift for everybody on the kiss it list kiss my In my
3: Kiss my ass!
1: All right, welcome back to the Pajama Party. One, your host, Papa Diddy. I'm here with Kettle. Hello. And Red Wine.
2: Bonsoir, darling. Okay. Okay. So. Ooh, well, we about to wrap it up. It's time for the last word. Uh, what's your last word tonight, Papa Diddy?
1: My last word is I'm getting better.
2: Um, <laughs> okay. I'm
1: getting dogged also at the same time.
2: Oh, Lord. <laughs> I don't know
1: by whom. You know, I had a major operation on the uh, 7th of November, and it's been about three weeks now. Uh, this is a heel, but I'm still gingerly moving around. And uh, Kellen Rear Brian is making a joke out of it. Oh, but, you're uh, doing we're fine. We're happy,
2: happy for you. That is uh-huh. fine. Be you know, happy for you. That is not true. Ah, uh-uh, that was a that you sound like them lying Republicans. That was yeah, the inside joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Time for the alibi stage. Anyway, but um, not a hundred percent. But I'm still able to move around a little bit. Still hurt and still knocking down painkillers. You know, hope y'all don't get addicted to them. Mm. Yeah, that's, what, that's what happens. That's where I begins. Well, I remember over here I and I got hooked in. That's when I got a whoop. An operation there while prescription, and I've been over there ever since. And you now they do it. Yeah,
2: that's how they do it. <laughs> well, yeah. Hopefully, you won't. Anyway, uh, uh-huh. Nah. Uh-huh. We'll have to fire you. <clears throat> uh-huh. What's your last word, everyone? You finished, Paul?
1: Yeah, I'm uh-huh. finished. You
3: know,
1: <laughs> just kicking me out of the door. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh.
2: Well, my last word is Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. You know, think about the things that you have and don't focus on what you don't have. Be grateful. You know, it's a season of gratitude. Let's just be grateful. That's all I have. What? Oh, you, sh- your you short and sweet tonight? What's up with you? I'm always short and sweet. No, you not I can't no, be anything but. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh, short and sweet wine, right? There you go. <clears throat> okay. My last word is about a special person. He was born November ninth, 1933. Got a little point for him. One of a kind, a rare find. No one like him. His nickname was Jim. He was a friend, educator, financial advisor, and my dad. But I'm not sad. I just remember a brave and courageous man. He always was lending a helping hand. He taught me life lessons, and when I was around him, class was always in session. I miss your smile and laughter. Rest in peace, Dad. Happy birthday in heaven. That's my last word. Oh, that was beautiful. Thank you. That was beautiful. All right. <laughs> I'm to give me the snaps. All right. All right. Well, we're signing off tonight. Yep. Go and enjoy what's left of Black Friday. Don't overdo it. I know the Stopping. <laughs> don't knock nobody down. Be courteous. Yeah, <laughs> be courteous. Don't run over anybody. I don't want to hear about nothing on the news. People don't,
1: look forward to it.
2: Don't spend what you don't have.
1: Your girl on news was saying, uh, I was surprised. I was expecting to be fighting and, and carrying on. But <laughs> oh, my God. But everything was good. I said, wait a minute. You went out there expecting I a know. fight.
2: Yes, I know. Yeah, she
1: did. She was expecting a fight. She was ready. I'm like, wow.
2: No. That's how they are. Sometimes okay. that's what people need in their lives, but I mean not They're that entertaining for the I, No, not that entertainment. I think people just a lot of people stayed home and did their shopping online and the folk who wanted to be out there right. came out. Oh, right. yeah. All right, well let's say goodnight and get on out of here so we can go catch the last of the sales. All right. <laughs> All right. Say goodnight, Papa.
1: Good night, everybody.
2: And uh say good night, Cal. Good night everybody and it's please. Be safe. Day. it's red wine we're signing out check us out online at pajama see you next friday peace initiating shutdown
0: sequence is it all over
2: rock I yes so i bid you farewell
3: arrivederci sayonara and all that sort of cheers well when i say when you gotta go you gotta go well good night Dabiko. sana i regret to announce this is the end i'm going now
0: good night and good luck was as good for you as it was for me now give me a kiss and say good night good night good night thank you oh. goodbye now goodbye goodbye thank you goodbye
3: thank you for attending our show and good night
0: good